You are listening to the Downtown Larned Podcast, the podcast where we aim to cultivate vision for the future of downtown Larned. We are so grateful to have you join us this week. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Downtown Larned Podcast. We are so grateful to have you back here. I am your host today. Jared's left me, but we've got a great guest on board. Um, with me is Jackie, and Jackie, I I'm not going to try to butcher your last name. Uh, so so pronounce your last name for me. It's Ehrlich. Ehrlich. Okay. All right. Well, I I definitely would have butchered it. So Ehrlich. Um, but Jackie, we met not too long ago. Um, so it's it's uh, a pleasure to have you have you back into the office here. Jackie was in in State Farm, but moved back to Larned. Was was a native for a long time, moved away, and now she's back. Um, so she's going to have a unique perspective on on what's going on, and we're excited to have you. Thanks, Landon. It's it's good to be here. It's uh, a great opportunity, and you know I've been listening to podcasts for I don't know several years now. And so when you casually mentioned in your office that day that you were starting a pod- podcast, that was very exciting, and then uh, a little terrifying. Yeah. When you when you invited me on. But yeah. I'm I'm happy to be here. Great opportunity. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, usually I've, I'm developing a pattern now. Whenever asking people for podcasts, it's either it's either you know initial excitement or initial just straight fear. Um, so a little bit of both. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, reason why why Jackie's on specifically is uh, she's a downtown building owner. So at this point, <clears throat> it's a little bit harder than what I was expecting to actually interview downtown building owners. So it's it's a, a pleasure having you on. But before we dive into the building, tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I gave you a, a very slight intro, but I'm sure you can do much better than I did. Well, thanks, Landon. Um, yeah, as you said, I was, uh, I'm was i a Larned native. I was raised here, graduated from Larned High School. And uh, after that, I went to Fort Hayes, um, earned my degree in uh, sociology. And uh, shortly after graduating from Fort Hayes, started a career in law enforcement I worked in Reno County, and then I worked for the Juvenile Justice Authority for a few years. And then in 2000, uh, just on a whim, after I ran into a uh, college friend of mine, I applied for the United States Border Patrol, and eight and a half months later, I got the job and left for El Paso, Texas. And uh, for a kid growing up in Kansas, the border was a whole different environment for me. Um, A little bit of culture shock. so I was with the Border Patrol until actually tomorrow is my effective retirement date. And uh, back here living in Larned, and that had kind of been the plan for, for quite a few years after being away for so long. Yeah, yeah. So moral of the story, don't mess with Jackie. That's the- <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, my, my bark is worse than my bite. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, funny story, uh, recently at the elementary school where my daughter attends, they had parents for P.E., and uh, I felt really bad. We were playing a game, and it was kind of like a tag game with balls and stuff. And one of the poor little girls looked absolutely terrified. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to hurt you. Come here. I'm really nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, I so I'm I'm curious because that's that's obviously a major factor moving forward is is getting people to move back. Uh, we have we have so many people. Um, now, obviously, within the community, we've got 37, 3,900 people, I believe. Um, so a good chunk there. And then then senior classes graduating every year. And and um, a major objective is, is just to 
make Larned appetizing to come back to. So I'm curious to see your mindset. Uh, were you guys excited? Were you a little bit hesitant moving back? Or what's what's your uh, mindset like in that regard? No hesitation at all. Um, as I said, we, we spent about not quite 10 years down on the border in uh, New Mexico. And, uh, you know, it had, had its pros and its cons. It was a great experience. I wouldn't undo it. Um, we lived in the suburbs of Washington, D.C. for about the last 12 years or so. And living there, there was no doubt that we wanted to come back to, to Larned. My husband grew up in Hutch, so, you know, same general area. But this has always been home. There's just so little personal touch when mm. you're living in a big city like that. Never mind the HOA, the Homeowners Association. That's a nightmare. I don't wish that on anyone. Um, you can't get around quickly. Like here, you know, I, I run to the grocery store. And uh, if I'm not back when my husband expects it, he knows that it's because I ran into somebody. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you know, you can't walk through that store and not right. run into somebody that you know. And, yeah. you know, it's somebody you haven't seen for a while. So it's a 10 to 15 minute conversation. And yeah. that automatically doubles your time on a grocery store trip. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, there was no hesitation coming back. Um, my daughter is 10 and in the fifth grade here. And she's never had the opportunity until recently to say, can I go spend the night with grandma? Yeah. Wow. She loves to be able to walk from, we're in a rental right now, to be able to walk from the rental, which is a few blocks from downtown, to the downtown area to see grandma or to go have lunch or whatever. She just loves that. She likes to be able to see her teachers at the football games or if we're downtown running into her classmates. And you don't get that in the city. So I think as a family, we're all happy to be back in Larned. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you back. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's great insight because um, when you're when you're in Larned, you take those little things for granted. But whenever you're out of Larned, you realize how important they really are. You know, that's, that's right. Uh, growing up here, you know, I saw from my daughter's perspective that there wasn't a whole lot to do to keep me occupied and to expose me to new things. But when you're in the city, yes, you have it, but it is just hustle and bustle. And I don't know if the trade-off is worth it. Right, sure. So to raise our daughter, we, we decided to come back and, sure. you know, see what we what we can offer the community as well. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, I know you said you are – retiring but that's that there's a there's an asterisk by retirement isn't there uh, yeah. i'm finding there often is yes yeah. <laughs> um so that's that's partly why um what what led you to be in on on this is uh, just kind of your plans with with the building downtown and um so tell us tell us a little bit about the future um for you and and what you're uh looking to do whenever that that comes sure um, we're located at 411 Broadway. That's uh, just north of my favorite furnishings, um, right sandwiched right between there and the uh, the thrift store. Most people in town might know it as the old racquetball club mm-hmm. that Dr. Terry Smith had uh, had formed and uh, renovated many years ago. Um, right now, we're renting to a yoga instructor, so check that out. And we also have a spin group that rents. And uh, those are both great opportunities. You know, we could all use a little bit better physical health. Those are great opportunities to get into it. A little bit of variety. Several years ago, I um, 
decided to become a personal trainer. So I've been certified for that. And I, you know, offer friends and family workout tips or give them a routine or something. But I see a greater need for it and seemingly an appetite for it here in town. I've had several people who have found out that I'm a personal trainer and I have a facility and they're interested in beginning personal training or group sessions. I had one group, uh, a business asked me if I would consider a group session and like a boot camp. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, boot camp sounds real scary and stuff. <laughs> so, you know, I'm looking into that and, and that's something that, you know, if there's a need and there's a, a want, then absolutely I'll do my best to accommodate. But personal training, whether it's individual, or I could do group or I can do couples, um, we'll even explore this boot camp idea. But working with anybody, you know, senior citizens, you know, I've often told several of my friends that, you know, as we get older, we don't really move as much or in the, the, the means and the modes that we used to. So we become really confined, especially now sitting with our electronics. So as a grandparent, you're wanting to get down on the floor, play with your grandchildren. Well, if you haven't been out on the floor for a while, you discover quickly how difficult it is to get back up. Yeah. So just maintaining that mobility, the flexibility, well, the strength. Even even being – so having a location is one thing, but then having a trainer paired with that is a, is a complete another thing. And that's that's an, an unfortunate thing that I've experienced in uh, getting older is, is it seems that your motivation decreases. <laughs> that's right. That's so right. It's, it's very nice. I mean, so, so I lift in the mornings and um, I don't know if I've gotten up one time by myself. I, the only time that I've gotten up is when I've had accountability with a, with a partner. So I think that's, that's certainly a need in Larned because I'm not sure if there's any anybody else doing that that sort of thing. Um, but so currently we we do have yoga and spin class downtown right now. Which, that is correct. Which I think that not not a whole lot of people or, or not as many people uh, know about because um, it's they do go very early right in the in the morning. So not too many people are driving by at that time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spin class is I believe in between five thirty and six okay. several mornings a week. I believe they do a couple of afternoons okay. uh, or evenings, you know, after business hours, um, one or two nights a week. And then yoga is Saturday mornings. And uh, I have yet to participate in that. I do intend to, and uh, I'm not very bendy, so that will be interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, both of those can be found on uh, on Facebook. Okay. So okay. Awesome. Uh, yes, so, so part of this podcast goal is is one motivating people getting getting interest involved with downtown but then two highlighting businesses so we certainly want to shine light on them and and have people know that there's activity going on downtown i mean really there there's a lot of activity it's just a matter of of uh when so um good to hear about that well i am going to transition into our next segment uh, the brick basics. So all about your building. And I had the pleasure of basically nosing my way into your building, inviting myself on over. <laughs> um, and because I, I had always been curious, I'm like, how is there a, a racquetball court, right? Is it racquetball? Yeah. Right. A racquetball court in this building. So I, I hear about it from all the, from, from everybody else. And I'm like, I, I need to get in there. And then you walk in and I'm like, holy cow. Um, but no, so it's a beautiful building. Um, it, I was I was super impressed with with all the features. So um, give us a little bit of the layout of the of the building. Okay, 
Um, the uh, the current configuration is uh, in the front. We have spin, and then on the racquetball court, I recently put up since I moved here. I put up my squat rack, and I have weights, and that's also where we have yoga. Um, there's quite a bit of room, but uh, if you're interested in yoga, get in early because <laughs> space will be limited now that it, we're sharing the court. There's an upstairs uh, observation area, and then there's a, a smaller room upstairs as well that we use kind of now storage as we're transitioning in our move and uh, office space. Sure. But uh, the building itself is absolutely beautiful. We've got a lot of exposed brick, and I don't know if they're, I don't know what era they are or how old they are or how long they've been there, but we've got the uh, the stamped metal ceiling tiles. And, uh, you know, as we're going through and cleaning it up and, you know, making upgrades or whatnot, even renovations, we want to maintain as much of that original feel to it. It's it's a It's an updated facility. Was was that already basically there, or have you guys um, provided any any updates to that? Yeah, we've done some updates to it. You know, there's there's always room for more. Yeah, um, we put in a new HVAC system. There was no air conditioning, so if you can imagine playing racquetball in the heat of the summer in the evenings, um, so we did HVAC. We painted. We started painting the uh, outside the front facade a little bit. Um, we've got some. Our awning needs a little bit of work. I, I don't know if it's going to be a replacement or if it's just going to be working on the existing awning. But above the awning, there's paint over brick, and we have no idea what that what condition that brick is in. So mm-hmm. that's probably one of the the next things that we'll do is get that brick, you know, at least power washed, cleaned up a little bit. See if we can maintain the brick, mm-hmm. the, the right. exposed brick, or what we'll do with that. But you know, just general cleaning. Um, there was a fairly new roof on it, but we did have a leak, so you know, just general maintenance and upkeep. Sure. And now that we're back being in the building, occupying the building, getting people in and out with business and, um, you know, a little bit more traffic to make sure that people know that we're there and there is a business. Yeah. Well, you, you said you're being humble about maintenance, but I think HVAC, putting in a new HVAC is, is a pretty big, <laughs> pretty big step. Not a whole lot of people, uh, or building owners downtown have that quite yet. Yeah, I can tell you that uh, we got a uh, a nice text message from the spin group shortly yeah. after that <laughs> yeah. went in because it went in uh, probably in the spring. Yeah, and before it got too terribly hot. But uh, I think the comment was like, you know, I walked in here and it was cooler than outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, now they just lost their advertising of sauna sauna spin class. Right, you know? right. <laughs> yeah. But. No, certainly that's, well, that's exciting because we had, we had Suzanne on, uh, in our earlier podcast and, and, uh, they're of course done, done so much to their buildings right next to you. And she's, she's putting in, or they are putting in new windows you know, really there's been a lot of that, uh, here recently with new signs and, and people just doing a lot of little things to make their buildings better. And, Individually, those can go unnoticed, but as a as a whole, really, um, that's that's how we move towards progress. It's not we aren't going to hit home runs every single time, um, but a lot of, a lot of singles, and you're really going to notice um, yeah, a change in pace. So, so I'm trying to think about the front. Yeah, the the bottom windows are beautifully painted. What what orange and orange and green right now? Yeah, that, yeah, I love that. They're orange and green, and, yeah. and that was you know it's Pawnee Valley Sport and Health is the name yeah. of the business. And uh, I chose orange and green. 
when I was having my logo design, the orange is Larned, yeah. and then the green is the Border Patrol green. So it kind of okay. brings in, yeah. you know, my, my past. Yeah, cool. And, uh, you know, where, where we want to be. So yeah. there's a little bit of story to that. Right. And since we, you and I talked um, at your building, you, you had a great idea of, of just what what power washing can do for a building. You know, just cl- literally cleaning up a building um, in its physical sense with the power washing. So um, that's been on... Um, well, I guess I can say the board's mind cause I'm on the board. So it's been on my mind, <laughs> um, as far as economic development, but I, I do stand by and that's just a, a super easy way to, uh, literally clean things up of just power washing these buildings. So I think that's a great start and there's some, uh, avenues that we can go on that. Uh, yeah, forward. Like you said, you know, that's a, it's an easy one and it's, it's a great start and it's amazing what a little power washing will do. Yeah. As far as cleaning stuff up, you know, if right. you've got years of grit and grime and dirty windows, you don't realize how bad it is until you start. So, you know, can we pool some resources from multiple business owners together and yeah. knock that out in a weekend? And Wagner Sandblasting, um, he he does a great job as well. So shout out to, to Wagner Sandblasting. That would be a, an awesome option as well. I know just on the side of Glory Beast, my grandparents' building, um, when they redid that back, uh, maybe 2010, it's a, it's a community event space, but they completely gutted it and, and redid everything. But, um, they sandblasted the outside of that building. And, and like you, they were worried about the, the brick and the shape of it. Cause paint can, can cover a lot. Um, but I, I think it turned out great. And, um, but that was from sandblasting. So that was my first come around with, with that, but look good. So moving on. Let's let's hop on down to Broadway Vitals. So this segment is we, we've talked about your your building, talked about you. This this segment is about all about downtown, and let's talk about the um, the pros first. Uh, what does what does our downtown already have going for it, and what is valued? There are a variety of businesses, and those owners do present uh, welcoming facade and and curb appeal. I mean, as you said, we've had several businesses that put in new signs. We've got some that have outdoor displays. So the curb appeal is high where buildings are occupied. Um, the businesses, for the most part, they're locally owned from what I've you know gathered in the visits back and now the short time that I've been back living in town. And it seems like the owners, because they're locally owned, the owners are always going to do their best to accommodate the requests and the needs of the community. Um, if I can't find something, I can ask, and a lot of times they'll order it for me or present an alternative that I maybe hadn't considered. Yeah. So they're very accommodating, and I really appreciate that because you don't always get that level of service in a city. You know, a business owner seems to think that, well, if I can't satisfy you, there's always a guy coming in behind you that yeah. I that will still buy something from me. Yeah. Well, uh, I was I was talking with Rhonda Rattle. Um, and she works at, uh, dress it up. And one thing that I was surprised that, that she mentioned is just the amount of outside business that comes in from, from, she said, Dodge, Burdette, Roselle area. And there's one under that I can't, can't remember, maybe Great Bend. But, um, she says that that, that tends to make up a lot of their, uh, a significant portion of their business. And, um, even talking about some other competitors coming in like off Broadway, they were, they were, uh, didn't know how that would impact. Right. But it's funny how that works. Cause, 
because I started thinking about it and, and Rhonda, long story short, she said that, you know, having, having them come in has actually helped business. And, and really that shouldn't surprise you when, because if I'm going to get up on a Saturday, um, to go, to go shop somewhere, you know, I'm a lot more likely to go shop at two places than, than one places or, or drive somewhere, let alone to shop at two places and have an experience. So, um, taking a step back and, and looking at the big picture of downtown as a whole and having an, an all-inclusive experience of shopping, you know, um, living, right. If, if we could, um, uh, facilitate some living quarters in these upstairs units and then, um, activities, right. Being active with your, with your body, um, just creating a diverse experience. And, and I think that that's something that, um, that downtown doesn't get a whole lot of credit for is, is the power of, of experience and businesses being centrally located. Um, we at state farm, um, we, we have a, a huge benefit being right next to the, the movie theater, uh, just people walking by and getting familiar with, with where State Farm's at. And um, we leverage how successful the, the community center is, and, or um, not community center, but the, the theater, the theater. Right. Um, and and I, I, I hope that businesses do the same with, with people that were drawn downtown um, at State Farm. So um, no, a lot, lot going on with, with downtown Larned. Um, so as a, as a community member, what, what is your favorite part of our downtown and what were you specifically to downtown? What were you excited to get back to? Well, something new since I've been gone is the, uh, the addition of the learned Indians flags. Okay. Yeah. The, the home games, I believe it's just the home games. Yeah. I'm not sure. Right. Um, but, uh, that's very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And then I believe there's American flags displayed for uh the holidays yep and um one of the biggest things and I, I made a note about this was uh the holiday lights the holiday decorations in town <clears throat> i was always struck even as a kid you know going my my grandparents lived in hayes and going to hayes around the holidays you know we'd drive through a couple other small towns and their christmas lights didn't compare to larned's yeah and uh you know, I've I've taken that with me wherever I've gone, and and I always notice either by they're missing in a town or, hey, that's really nice decoration. But Larned, I think Larned downtown really does it nice during the holidays, yeah. Christmas holidays. You know, maybe it's time for a refresh, but uh, it's always been something that I've I've carried with me, and and I'm happy to return to. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that is a first. I, that's exactly something that, that, um, you, you take for granted is, is all the hard work that goes into putting each of those flags out. And because they aren't only downtown, they're all across, all across town and on streets. I'm like, holy cow, these are a lot of flags to put up and, and take down. But you're right. It's, they're up today, uh, downtown. Right. And, and it's, it's incredible just what that brings to, to downtown, just a different feel. It, it feels a lot more homey and, um, yeah, they do. They do a great job, and and we really appreciate that. Sometimes when efforts are are failed or or they don't meet expectations, uh, you pick up more and more negative negative feedback when when something new and and somebody new is excited about doing something. So, um, how do we overcome? We tried that once and it failed. Um, so why are we trying it again? Uh, you know, in regards to revitalization. I guess sometimes 
you know, things fail because it was the wrong time or the wrong place or maybe even the wrong people. Um, maybe it wasn't a fully fleshed out idea. Maybe there was no, um, not enough work laying the foundation for it or getting community involvement or community excitement. And the more people we can get excited about it, I think the better the support will be and the more involvement we'll have. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I would I would say that we're at a point to where we don't really have a choice not to change. You know, we're we're at a a turning point in well society as a whole, really, but um, just even the physical condition of of our downtown to where here recently, for those of you who don't know, I don't know how you don't know this, but <laughs> if you if you've driven past uh, or driven downtown, you'll you'll notice that there's a huge chunk of buildings demolished and um, it looks looks clean, you know. Um, I, I, I don't think that a whole lot of people would prefer that buildings get, get tore down, but that, that building was just so run down and, and just kind of dragging, dragging the, the community down. Um, it, it was certainly the, the right decision in my opinion, but, um, of course there's a lot of history that was in that building, right. And that was destroyed with that building. Um, so I don't, I, I think the consensus consensus would say, they don't want that necessarily to happen uh, moving forward, but the reality is we're at that point or approaching a point within 50 years of having similar situations um, to where you're really looking like um, uh, gapped teeth downtown. You know, <laughs> right. we're losing teeth. We're losing teeth. So, um, you know, compared to past efforts, um, it's amazing what people do when their backs up against the wall. Right when when people uh, don't have a choice, that's you you tend to see a lot more success when when we're scrapping like that. So I think it's half the way of just making people realize that oh wow we we really are at a at a breaking point here that something needs to change or or we're gonna see deterioration real quick. Right, and that, that's to your point about, you know, when your back's up against the wall, you will, you know, consider just about any alternative. Yeah. And I hate to see it that way because there are a couple of buildings downtown that are unoccupied, but the potential is immense. Yeah, right. You know, I was just talking to someone and my husband and I have talked about it for years that, and I can't remember the name of the building down there, but uh, that building, my gosh, if you had a little bit of money or you had some investors, you'd go yeah. in there and you can make that a beautiful place. I was yeah, just... the, the building that you're talking about, I believe, is the Eggleston building. Um, you know you're in a small town when, when you can name the name of the building. Right. I always confuse <laughs> yeah. Eggleston and Frizz, uh, uh, the Frizzell building, right? Yeah. The other yeah. one? The Eggleston building is one of the few buildings that's for sale downtown right now. And I believe they just put on all are part of a roof onto that. So that's a pretty expensive investment. And I don't believe it's, it's, uh, increased its listing price. So, um, picket fence has that listed for sale at the moment. So reach out to, um, Lisa, I believe has it listed. Um, if you're interested in investing downtown, but moving on to our last segment here, spitballers all about the future. What do you, what do you see Larned? downtown as what what are some of your aspirations of of wanting to see uh, happen with our downtown okay so long term pie in the sky yeah okay we'll, we'll set the parameters very wide here um it would be nice you know it's walkable yeah. right the whole thing is what, three four blocks so it would be wonderful if you could come downtown and have all your needs met yeah. to your point earlier about you know you're getting out on a saturday we've got limited time 
because we've got family commitments, you've got, you know, whatever uh, other things you're doing, but I don't want to have to go downtown for one thing and then drive to another nearby city, Great Bend, for another thing and mm-hmm. another city, you know, Dodge City or, or maybe Hayes for another thing. If I could go downtown and I can get my school shopping for my child done, I can pick up a birthday present for my mom. I can get an outfit for my husband for the uh, wedding that we've got coming up that we're supposed to attend. If I can get some groceries and I've got some home renovations to do, if I can do all that in one trip, that's a successful morning to me. Yep. As you're listing things off, um, certainly ideas were were gathering in my head, but also realizing that um, there's aspects of that that are being filled. It's just not the whole the whole picture at the That's moment. Right, right. Um, so we do have a good starting point, a jumping off point, um, but have a long ways to go to meet that that reality. But what do you think would be the easiest and most impactful change that we could make? So, in other words, where where should we start? Again, it's 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 being open and willing to listen to others. If you have a business idea and you can't, you know, handle the the financial commitment, put it out there. Put it out there in the universe, and somebody's going to think right. that it's a good idea and want to do what they can to help you out. Yeah. You'll you'll find someone somewhere. If it's meant to be, it'll happen. Yeah. But I think getting your your idea out there and uh, making it known instead of you know, being a naysayer and, oh, nobody will go for this. You don't know. You, I, I don't think any of us knows what will fly and what won't. Yeah. And uh, I think we need to be willing to take those chances. Yeah. Did that answer your question? It really did. And um, to tack on to that, there are resources available. And if you don't know where to go, I would recommend going to the chamber. Alex Filbert, she has um, – one, very very many contacts available to her, but also uh, the board, we can um, – there, there's money available as, as far as grants go, loans go, um, that we can help interested people um, taking the right step towards their, their dream. So ultimately, people like me and um, other board members are just honestly looking to, to fill needs um, that the community has. So um, – that's it. You got anything top of mind before we sign off? No, I, I think we covered everything that, uh, you know, that I could think of. And, yeah. uh, you know, I really appreciate the opportunity and I appreciate what you're doing here, Landon. This is a, this is a good resource for the community. Um, I wish you success. And, uh, if there's anything I can do to help you out, let me know. Well, you have helping me out tremendously. We, we so appreciate you having, or having you on, um, taking time out of your retirement day. I mean, this is, and it's your birthday, it, right? It is. It is. Thank you. <laughs> so, so we're, I mean, I talk about pinpointing a special day, uh, the day before retirement, official retirement or day of official retirement and your birthday and my birthday. And I'm taking 45 minutes of that. So <laughs> you know what, Landon, this, this was an opportunity that, uh, you know, you'd ask me, for a different date and it just, it didn't work out. So, you know, I'm glad we had this time together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again. And to the rest of you, thank you so much for signing in this week. This is the Downtown Learned Podcast. We'll catch you next week. We want to thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Downtown Learned Podcast. We hope that this episode has both blessed and encouraged you. If you haven't yet, 
Go like our Facebook page and leave a comment with your biggest thoughts and takeaways from this week's episode. Have a great rest of your week. God bless.